Hey friends, I want to jump on here and share something with you guys. A few weeks ago, my husband and I were at a, like a discount grocery store and, um, there was a box of makeup that was like seriously a reduced price. And I had used this brand of makeup before and I really liked it, but typically it's out of my price range. So I got really excited about it and knew that I needed to make sure it was like the right color and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I picked it up and I was trying to figure all that out. And I, um, even asked the worker about the box because they, they only had like one set. It wasn't like you could just pick any color. It was like, this is what they had. And this was all that was available. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Allergies. Um, so I even asked a question about the color in the box and what was inside the box and they answered the question and I, I thought I understood what she was saying, but there was this part of me that was like, I'm not really sure I grasped what she said, but I was really too embarrassed to ask her to repeat it. And so I didn't, I just kind of rolled with it. And again, I was looking at the box and I thought, okay, I, I think this will work. I think I can use it. And so I was all excited and I got it home and I opened it and I realized it wasn't what I thought it was. And I was really frustrated with myself because, you know, I didn't want to buy something that I couldn't use. Right. But I was more frustrated with myself because I felt like in my excitement and in my haste to want this to work, that I really failed to stop and pause and consider if it was actually a good idea. And so it was an impulse buy, right? So I'm sure you're all familiar with that concept that you see something and you're like, oh, that's such a good deal. I just can't pass it up. And so you buy it. And then later you're like, why did I buy that? I don't know if I needed that. I probably didn't need it. I probably shouldn't have buy it. And so you have buyer's remorse, right? So <clears throat> it just started me thinking about all the different areas of life that that can play a part in. And I'm sorry. <coughs> sorry. I would start over, but I'm already three minutes in and I don't want to start over. I apologize. <laughs> um, so it started me thinking about just the different ways that I can be impulsive. And lately I have been feeling challenged from the Lord to just sort of reevaluate some of the things that I have and sort of downsize, if you will. And that might seem kind of trivial and silly or whatever, but it's sort of this challenge of like making sure that what I have is what I need and not just filling space with things that are unnecessary. And so that means that when I'm out and about, that means sort of being a lot more cautious about being impulsive with things that I purchase. And I'm not a huge shopper anyway. I don't, um, 
by a lot of things uh, in general um, without thinking through them just because when your budget is small, you, you try to be a lot more mindful of just using your money for what you really need and not just what you want. But once in a while, like with the makeup, it was such a good deal. And I was like, I gotta have it. And, um, and then it was like, oh, nope, that wasn't a good idea. That was an impulse buy and I had buyer's remorse and I couldn't return it. And so anyway, what does it have to do with God (laughs) and the Bible and all things? Um, so this is, this is where this comes into play is that, as I said, there have been things that I have been feeling challenged to, sort of get rid of or downsize. Um, and with that, to be a lot more cautious about even things that I look at, you know, like I'm trying to be more careful, even just about going on Amazon and just looking, just randomly looking. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. I I really didn't need that. So I'm not going to buy it. So I shouldn't even be looking like it's just a temptation, right? For me. And, um, so anyway, I believe that the Holy Spirit can give wisdom in those moments of directing us whether or not to purchase something. And some of you might think that that's a little absurd or crazy that God would care about something like that, about, you know, the shoes that I buy or the makeup that I buy or, um, whatever. But I would like you to consider that he does care and he absolutely, I think, would love to be a part of your decision-making processes. And so whether that's, Hey God, should I buy this makeup or not? Or should I buy this dress or not? Or should I buy these shoes or not? And so I have been challenged to remember to make him part of the process. And I used to do that. And I've sort of got out of the habit of it. And there are some areas where I still do a a good job of, I guess, asking for the Lord's help. And then there's other areas where I just haven't I sort of got out of the habit and so um those of you that are saying God doesn't care about that stuff there's two verses that I thought of that maybe will challenge your thinking into that he does care and so one of those verses is in Matthew chapter 6 verse 26 And it says, look at the birds of the air that they do not sow, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? Again, it's just speaking about the character of God and how much he cares for each of us. Um, That gives an indication of an intimacy that he longs to have. Um, And so then there's the other verse that in Luke chapter 12, verses six through eight, and it says, are five sparrows not sold for two, 
It says Asaria. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry. Obviously, it's some form of money. And yet not one of them has gone unnoticed in the sight of God. But even the hairs of your head are all counted. Do not fear. You are more valuable than a great number of sparrows. So even the hairs on your head are all counted. That means that every time you lose a hair, God knows about it. That's pretty intimate, if you ask me. Like, my husband doesn't even know how many hairs are on my head. I don't even know how many hairs are on my head, and I am not going to count them. I don't want to know. Um, but God knows that. And if that doesn't paint a picture of an intimate God that cares about details, then I'm not sure what does. And so the next time you find yourself in a situation where you are feeling impulsive, and it doesn't necessarily have to relate to buying things. It could be any decisions that you make. The next time you think or that you're wrestling with a decision that might seem insignificant, ask him for help. Ask him to be involved in the process. Maybe you can't decide what's for dinner. I know that might sound silly, but I believe that that's the kind of relationship that he longs to have with us. And can you imagine just how much joy it would bring his heart for you to involve him in something that affects your day, doesn't change the world, but it affects your family. And so that's my encouragement to you today. And um, yeah, let's pray. God, I thank you for these verses that paint such a picture of intimacy. God, you know the very hairs on our head. You have them all counted. And I know I lose hairs every day throughout the day. And yet you still know you keep like a, a tally of how many. I thank you that that just bring such comfort in knowing that you care about me and you um, know so much more about me than anyone else does. And so God, I pray that you would help us to remember just how intimate you long to be with us. And, and as silly as it might feel, I just pray that everyone listening would just have the boldness and the encouragement to start including you in things that they never even considered before. So I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your character. And I thank you for these verses that speak of your intimate nature and the intimate relationship that you long to have with each of us. In Jesus name. Amen.